ever look past from what the world wants you to see Do you wanna be you, not who the world wants you to be? Deep inside it's in you, search through your mind there is a key To unlock every door, I've been knocking for years My inner peace released right on the beat I've been fighting this beast we call reality My mother can't afford a meds, another technicality Hope the cancer doesn't spread, causing a fatality on life I hold that gallery tight, those pictures stuck in my head Yeah we used to be close, I was young, my parents separated Visitation time delegated, shelters I would sleep All these dreams I would keep close, watch the roads grow from the concrete Call it hope when that dark and that light finally meet I was broken, yes I still am, wishing I can help but I can I hope you win, and that you live again uh, Open the window, see the world through my eyes Where dreams and signs of hope, dark nights and blue skies Either you sink or swim, crash or you can fly Try to remain true, the world telling me lies Cause the pain runs deep, when you don't have control of your mind Clock's ticking, running out of time I hope you find your way and live long I hope you win, and that you live on Take a shot quickly, let it burn so it can hit me This life is a dream, somebody pitch me I woke up from a bad dream, had my hoodie on I was a teen, slain pain is what I felt I was murdered cause my color, I wish someone would help Now the world knows my name, but the world don't feel my pain And this world will never change, I hope you do Hope they see the good in you, I hope nobody hates your complexion Loves you for being you the world turns, but so many blinded If there's a higher power, let me find it Don't push religion on me So many people, hypocrites, to their own words Preaching, telling me to walk this path When they walk through dirt But I dream real grass When they skip through lines While I'm standing in last place Facing what's right in front of me The light gets brighter, he takes a step I pray for you, my friend, God bless Open the window, see the world through my eyes Where dreams are signs of hope, dark nights and blue skies Either you sink or swim, crash or you can fly Try to remain true, the world telling me lies Cause the pain runs deep, when you don't have control of your mind Clock's ticking, running out of time I hope you find your way and live long I hope you win, and that you live on CFR Network, CFR News, welcome back. Trust everybody is all well. Back with a, a returning guest. This is most definitely going to be an interesting one. I have with returning Micah Dank in the lab with me. Welcome to the broadcast again, sir. How are we? Good, how are you? Getting there, fighting the good fight. Uh, traversing this uh, interesting um, terrain that we're currently going through at the moment. How about yourself? Oh, we're just about the same. That is it. So, yes, um, a lot has happened since the last time you've been on. Um, mm -hmm. Well changing and all. And I think with this particular subject matter, 
um, that we're going to dive into the uh, new Alish. Alish. Um, I think there's going to be some points and some areas which are going to potentially overlap into where we are kind of today. Okay. So uh, without um, further ado, Senor, if you can, um, if you can take it away, sir. For those who don't know what the Enuma Elish or Elish is, it's the Babylonian creation story. It has to do with the flood. It has to do with the creation, all the creation gods, what was made before humanity. And it wraps up at the end with humanity and, uh, and the descendants uh, towards the very, very end. <clears throat> What this book happens to be is, and I was very shocked when I first read it, another podcaster suggested I read it and we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. I did that. And what I ended up finding was there was a ton of astrology hidden in this too. So at first my thought was that it was only the biblical texts that encoded astrology and the Gnostic texts, mm -hmm. but it goes even beyond that. This is the Babylonian creation. This is not celebrated as a holy book. And yet well, it still has all this astrology in it. So what about the worship of um, Marduk or Marduk, depending on your pronunciation of it? Well, I, I should say it's not a modern day. Uh, yes. It's not a modern day uh, yeah. biblical text. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Or religious text. But it's still, it still is the same kind of text. It's still an encoded astrology story. Hmm. But I think as, as you will find, and I think as many people will find, when we do look at these, these uh, ancient manuscripts, you will find, um, as we've touched on in the last two uh, broadcasts, that you will find this, this blueprint, this, this uh, instruction manual of sorts throughout all of the, the, the ancient texts. Um. I have found that so far. There's other texts that I haven't gotten to yet that I would like to get to. But um, yeah, I mean, we can get started with this. Yeah. Um, what I do, what I do to start is I talk about the 12 signs and tell you what to look for in each sign. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we'll start with Aquarius, which is the sign of Aquarius is represented by a man holding a water pitcher, pouring it out over the heavens. So <clears throat> anytime you hear the word son of man, or the man or a Baptist or a baptism because it's it's a water pitcher pouring water out. That's how you baptize someone. So anytime you hear about like John the Baptist, for example, or the man with the water pitcher, they're talking about Aquarius. Then Pisces is the sign of the two fish in the water. And then Aries is the ram. And in Aries, you have March 21st, which is an important day because it's the spring equinox. Yes. It's a 12 hour day. It's a 12 hour day, 12 hour night. It's also, um, for all intents and purposes for the Jewish people, it's the Passover. It's when God passes over Egypt and kills the firstborn sons of Egypt. But in astrotheology, it means something completely different. It's literally the day that the sun passes over the equator on its way back to Titan, the summer solstice. And in Christianity, the Passover or the passing over is changed and it ends up being called the resurrection of God's son as they celebrate Easter in Aries too. Um, so you have two different meanings, but mm. they end up meaning the same thing. Yes. Um, then you have Taurus, which is the bull. And when you look in the sky and you see Taurus during the season, where it's supposed to be, you know that you need to put the plow on the bull so that you can plant the seeds so you can harvest in Virgo and Libra. Mm -hmm. 
Then Gemini is the twins. It's the story of Castor and Pollux Troy, whose sister was Helen of Troy. It's the story of Achilles. Then Cancer is the crab. It's a sideways moving creature. Um, what the sun does is it rises a degree starting on December 25th, every day on its axis. So December 25th, it'll rise a degree. The next day it'll rise a, an additional degree. The next day it'll rise an additional degree. And it does this all the way until June 21st when it stops at its height and it's the summer solstice, it's the longest day of the year. Then for three consecutive days after that, it stays at that height. And then on June 25th, it drops a degree and then it continues to drop a degree every single day until it hits December 21st, mm -hmm. which is the winter solstice. That's yes. when the sun dies. It's the shortest day of the year. The sun is barely out. Um, they used to say the sun was dead. And then the sun stays there for three days, which is why God's sun was dead for three days. And then what happens is it comes back to life on December 25th, which is why the birth of Christ, the birth of Tammuz, the birth of Mithra, you can, you can, go, you can name them a Horus. You could just name them, name, name a God. They're all born on December 25th, and this is the reason why. And then Leo is the king. So the Leo is the lion, and the lion is the king, the king of the jungle. So the ruling planet of Leo is actually the sun. So when the sun is in Leo, that's when the kingdom of heaven is on earth, or the sun is back in its rightful place. Then Virgo is the woman holding the wheat stalk. So remember before I said you plant in Taurus, well, the virgins would cultivate the wheat in Virgo in order to make the bread for the year. So whenever you hear bread or seed or like mustard seed, seed, yeast, bread, words like that, you know they're talking about Virgo. Then Libra is the justice. It's the scales, it's the balance, it's the just one. And the reason it's the justice is because it judges God's son as it passes over the fall equinox and begins its descent into winter, into cold, into death. And um, so whenever you hear the words judgment, judge, Jesus is known as the just one. That's when the sun is in Libra. Um, judgment, judging. Uh, Libra is also wine season because it's September, October. That's when the, uh, that's when the vineyards are full. Yes. So that's when you pick the grapes and that's when you crush the press grapes them. to make the wine. Yes. You press the grapes, exactly. So whenever you hear the words wine press or grapes or vinegar even, or uh, wine, that's how you know, or like the, the, the parable of the true vine. Whenever you hear vine vineyard, they're talking about Libra. Libra is also olive season, okay? So um, whenever you hear Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, that they're talking about Libra. So uh, Libra is a combination of things. Yes. Libra is a combination of things. It's, uh, it's justice, judgment, because of the scales. Uh, it's wine, vineyard, grape, all that. And it's also olives, okay? So in Libra, you have the wine and in Virgo, you have the bread. So you have the bread and the wine. Those are the symbols of Christianity. Then Scorpio is the scorpion and he is known as the betrayer. And when a scorpion bites you, the reason he's the betrayer is because when a scorpion bites you, it leaves an imprint in your skin that looks like a pair of lips. So you pull the scorpion off and it looks like it gave you a kiss, but it's full of poison. That's why it's the betrayal. That's the betrayal. And it's where the mafia gets the kiss of death from when they kiss you off. Uh, it's why Jesus was betrayed by Judas with a kiss mm -hmm. is because uh, Judas, Jesus is the son going through the 12 signs and Judas is uh, the scorpion. And um, so every time you hear the word Scorpio or scorpion, it's talking about Scorpio. So it's <clears throat> judged in Libra. It's betrayed in Scorpio. 
And then finally in Sagittarius, this is where the bow and the arrow shoot the sun and inflict further punishment on it, uh, killing it, in fact. And the reason they kill it in Sagittarius is because Sagittarius holds December 21st, which is the day of death. So whenever they're talking about a death in the Bible, it's always talking or referencing Sagittarius. That's the day in the year that, that things die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we went over the fact that uh, the sun dies in December 21st. Yes. And then Capricorn is the goat because when, you, when you're talking about Capricorn or you're talking about the goat, uh, the goat climbs the mountain better than any other animal. You ever seen a goat like climb up a very steep mountain? <laughs> Pretty much vertically, right. they can get up there in it. Exactly. And um, the reason they climb the mountain uh, is because that's what the sun does, is the zodiac wheel, the bottom of the zodiac wheel is Capricorn. And uh, it starts to climb up the mountain. The, star, the sun climbs a degree every day. It's a metaphor. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those are the 12 signs. Okay, now if we were to start going into the Enuma Elish, I could start decoding it with the keys that I've just given you. Yes. Okay, and only those. So if we start with tablet one, it says, at a time when even the glories above had yet to be named. And this was the time before the Zodiac was in place, the Zodiac and its constellations. And the progenitor, Tiamat, the mother who gave birth to all, intermingled their waters, producing neither field nor marsh. So this is when the sign of Aquarius, the man with the water pitcher, the water-based sign, and Pisces, the fish in the water, were created. See, they're talking about intermingling the waters. Well, you're talking about intermingling the waters in heaven. And those are the two. Okay, so uh, it's important to know that Aquarius is not a water sign. It's an air sign. But it is a man holding a pitcher of water. Okay, so it references water. So Mm -hmm. these are the two water signs. So when they're ever talking about it... um, like like a boat in a river or something they're talking about uh they're talking about pisces the two fish you know when you're talking about the fishermen you're talking about the two fish if you're just talking about water you could be talking about aquarius so the progenitor tiamat the mother who gave birth to it all well the woman's sign in the zodiac is virgo okay and the man's sign is aquarius that's the man and the woman in the zodiac there's only four signs, I believe, that are, well, let's see, we've got Aquarius, you've got uh, Gemini, the twins, mm-hmm. you've got uh, Libra, the man with the scales, and you've got Virgo, and Sagittarius, the guy on the horse. So there's five signs. The rest are animals. So in astrology, if you're, if you're a human sign, uh, it's very powerful. It's a sign of intelligence. And um, the Zodiac goes even further than that as far as going into that. We're not going to go into that. Though. Yeah, yeah. With it, within the unsullied waters, okay? So if it's unsullied waters, you're talking about the division between Aquarius and Pisces. Well, the Apsu was Marduk born. He was suckled on the milk of the goddess's own breast. Well, the goddess is... is so the unsullied waters are the division between Aquarius and Pisces, okay? And the goddess is Virgo. So that's the Virgo Libra border. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are opposing signs in the zodiac. And you'll find that when they're talking or they make references, like the Bible or in any of these ancient texts to um, things of this nature, you'll find that they're always talking about neighboring signs or opposing signs. It's like clockwork, it's just how it's built in. They'll never talk about, you'll never talk about Leo and Taurus together. You never talk about the bull and the lion. That's never going to happen. What you will talk about is is the man and the woman. You'll talk about the uh, 
um, Vol and the Scorpion, for example, because they're opposing signs. There's plenty of mentions of that. For, then it says, sorry, go on. I was going to say, just for clarification for the um, for the listeners, Tiamat is the um, Mesopotamian uh, Mesopotamian goddess, um, which in essence is the the, the creator sort of force. Um, who created, as, as your highlighter, who created the sea creatures, the sea, the water, etc. Um, mm -hmm. And later would, would, would she, was, does, does Tiamat create Marduk? Uh, let me see here a second. Hold on. Yeah, it seems that way, yeah. Yeah? Okay. But here's the difference between what you're doing and what I'm doing. What you're doing is you're reading the storyline and you're trying to make sense of it as far as who created what, who begat what. Yes. To indeed. me, it's just to me, it's just a story with filler mm -hmm. that that basically its purpose is to encode the true astrology, which is the same thing with the Bible. Like most of the Bible is just I call it filler. I'm an author. I have a six book series where I talk about all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> and um Basically, I, I, I under the contention that when I write, sometimes I want to encode something or hide something in a text. Yeah. And I'll do that. But not every sentence is that. So the same thing that in these stories, not every sentence is something decoded. It's something in, you have to find. In the, I get you. I totally get you. Have you found any connection or correlation between her depiction of, uh, of a, being a serpent or a dragon? We're going to get to that real quick. Okay, okay. She brought, here we go, literally the next one. Well, actually, let me start back. Raise the war cry. Make them pay for what they have done. Now we're talking about Aries because the ruling planet of Aries is Mars, the god of war. Mm -hmm. See, when they talk about war and love or war and peace, okay, those are opposing signs. Yes. Aries, Aries is the god of war. So it's very, you know, Aryan men are very, very strong-willed, angry. They're very manly. And... Um, Libra is their opposing sign, and the ruling planet of Libra is Venus, who's the goddess of love. So when they're talking about war and love or war and peace or things of that nature, you're talking about two opposing signs. That's how they basically do it. Okay. But here we go. She brought big snakes with piercing teeth and vicious fangs. Their bodies she had infused with poison rather than blood, and she caused these raging dragons to emit deadly beings. That's what you were talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. This is talking about Ophicus, the snake bearer, it's the 13th sign. Okay, that's where the snakes come from. Also, the raging dragons come from the constellation Draco, Micah, which is Micah, the dragon. Because we haven't, I don't think we've, we've touched on that in any of our previous conversations. Before you continue, could you go into a little bit more detail, reference that 13th sign, which was... Um, Are you sure? I, I, I just kept going because I could have swore we talked about it, but I have no problem bringing it up. Well, if so we the can, 13th, yeah. The 13th sign is, to me, a bullshit sign, okay? It supposedly, like, sneaks in there between Libra and, uh, is it Libra and Scorpio or Scorpio and Sagittarius? It's one of the, I think it's Scorpio. Libra and Scorpio. I thought it was between Sagittarius, but go ahead. That's all good. That's all good. Right. I mean, it's, it's irrelevant. You yeah. know, basically what it is, is it's a 13th sign. And what it does is when you include the 13th sign, what it does is it changes the days yes that you find in every month i mean in every zodiac sign which in essence just by doing that nullifies this entire process mm. okay because you will not find december 21st 
first in Sagittarius anymore. You'll find that Scorpio only has six days when Ophicus is in the, in, in, in the mix. And they tried to bring it into modern day astrology a few years ago. And to me, that's only because they wanted to get people further and further away from the truth of these texts. Of the knowledge. Because of you the, have, yeah. You've got four, you have, I'm not, I'm using the word cardinal, but cardinal means something in, 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 in astrology. Yes. But I don't mean it that way. There's basically, there's four cardinal signs, four cardinal dates. You have the solstices and the equinox. And yes. on the zodiac, when you connect them, they form the perfect cross. That's the cross of God's son. Basically the cross that, God, that Jesus carries and lives and dies on. Okay, that's the cross, the, the, that, the cross to bear. That's the cross because it's the solstices and the equinox. Those are the most important days of the year. That's when you celebrate the holidays. That's when you have uh, big plans, big things to do. Okay. When you put Ophicus Ophiuchus, I, I can never say it right. When you put Ophiuchus in the mix, you will never get a perfect cross. You will never find that, let's say, for instance, March 21st is Aries. That won't be an Aries anymore. You, it, all the dates get messed up. And they tried to mainline it into mainstream astrology. They really tried to push it like the elites. They really tried to push it. Mm. A few years back, and there was such a pushback that they just gave up on it. Wasn't it around? And they just didn't they bring it up around two thousand and the I would say pre two thousand and twelve. No, it's much more recent than that. I got the first time I got wind of it was around that period. It wasn't heavily promoted or anything, but there was there was. It wasn't few... heavily promoted. What I'm t what I'm talking about is when it was heavily promoted. Okay, okay. And there was a huge pushback on it, and people didn't even know why. They just didn't like it. You you you're told, you know, each sign is roughly you know thirty days or thirty one days. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, you're told that Sagittarius is six weeks long and Scorpio is six days long. It's makes, nonsense. Makes no sense. Yeah. Have you ever seen Scorpio in the sky? It literally looks like a scorpion. It's one of the few signs that actually look like what the fuck it's supposed to look like. <laughs> the rest are just interpretations. Yes. But when it when it comes to Scorpio, it's enormous. It's an enormous scorpion in the sky. But anyway, that's the thirteenth sign. I'm sorry if I forgot to bring it up or no, that's all good. All good. It. All good. But basically, they were talking about the snake bearer and the raging dragons are Draco the dragon. Now, it's important to know that in the Bible, there's a story. Are you familiar with the lady with the dragon? Mm, no, I'm not actually. Well, maybe if you continue. It might in, in Revelation? Oh, yes, 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 yes. You're familiar with it? Yes. Revelation 12. I'm going to read it to you real quick. Revelation 12. Uh, just to jump into a biblical text right now to show how they do this. <laughs> This is Revelation 12. Now, Noble, I have to tell you this. is There's people in the world that think they're going to look up to the sky, see a giant pregnant woman <laughs> and a dragon attacking him, her. That's okay? so literal. There's people, there's people that take this. And it's so ridiculous when you say it. <laughs> a great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its heads. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. Now, let me decode this for you real quick. This is how it's decoded. This is how it's encoded in the Bible. 
a woman clothed with the sun is the sun clothed in Virgo. It's a metaphor. Um, it's a metaphor. So they're, they're basically talking about the sun in Virgo. Mm -hmm. If the sun's in Virgo, the moon will be at her feet. Now, follow me here. There's 12 signs. Okay. The sun spends two hours in each sign that makes your 24 hour day. So the sun is in each sign for two hours. Okay. Yes. Okay. So when you get to Virgo, that's the eighth sign. Okay. You double that. That's 1600. That's 4 PM. That's still the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when the sun is in Virgo, the moon will be at her feet because the sun is still out. So the moon will be at her feet. When the moon is out, the sun will be at her feet. Get it? Yeah. Okay. 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 Another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous dragon. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. That's just a metaphor. The constellation Draco is the, dra is the dragon, okay? Its tail stretches from Aries to Sagittarius, which is four-twelfths of the sign or one-third of the stars out of the sky. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's how it's encoded. Okay? So, then so Tiamat... What yeah, about, sorry, go on. What about the 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 dragon and the stars falling away? What what what's that? What is that just the a metaphor? It's a metaphor. Okay. It's like when God in God in, in the book of Job, when God says, Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Can you loosen Orion's belts? <laughs> Those are just metaphors. Yeah, yeah. Right? Those are just metaphors. It's just an action that has to do with a storyline that's encoding something else. Uh, I get it. They I literally it. could have said they, they crushed the stars and, and sprinkled to ashes or something to that nature. Mm. No, it's just a metaphor that a third of the stars. Well, why? Well, because the tail, which knocked the stars out, is a third of the sky. So that's why the tail knocked out a third of the sky, because that's what tails do. They wag back and forth and they knock shit over, especially if you're a dragon. <laughs> especially you see all, especially you ever see all those videos and movies about dragons they're dumb as fuck they just <laughs> knock shit over with their big clumsy tail that's what they're saying that's all they're saying in this it's right. not meant to be taken literally there's not gonna be a giant dragon in the sky eating people it's not how this is gonna work you know these are all just metaphors um they're beautiful but they're metaphors mm -hmm. so next we got into then tiamat enlisted a horned snake a musushu dragon a mad dog and a scorpion man, half man, half fish, half man, half bull. The horned snake is Ophicus again. The dragon is Draco. The mad dog is our dog star, Sirius. Sirius. Good old okay. Sirius. Yes, yes. Good old Sirius. Then the scorpion man is Scorpio and Aquarius mix. Because when you combine the two signs, you get half man, half scorpion. The half man, half fish is a mix between the Aquarius, the man sign, and Pisces, the fish, Pisces, yeah. who, who blend each other. And the half man, half bull is when you blend half of Aquarius with half of Taurus. That's all this stuff is talking about. So we're we're at tablet three. Then but you could might, also say you yeah. could also say because for, for, for modern purposes, Sagittarius is the half man and half horse. Yes, it's half man, half horse, but they said half man, half bull. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not technically a centaur, even though that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Technically, it is a man. I believe it is a man on a horse with the bow and the arrow. Mm, okay. Unless it's half, I, I don't know. I'd have to look into that to be honest with you. Um, 
but either way it is it is the horse when you're talking about in the bible mm-hmm. in the book of revelation they're talking about the four horsemen that bring the apocalypse yes well what brings the apocalypse if you think about it astro theologically it would be december 21st it brings the winter it brings the death of everything that's the death of everything mm-hmm. that's the death they're talking about okay there's four gospels jesus dies in each gospel okay jesus dies in sagittarius in each gospel that's four horsemen <laughs> you see how that is yes indeed sir yeah i'm telling you this stuff is simple so then it says in tablet three that we might have a discussion i'm sorry that we might then have a discussion gather them for a feast and give them plenty of bread to eat and the best of the wine the bread is virgo the virgin with the wheat stock and the wine is libra that one is just super simple okay and it also mentions the bread and the wine prior to uh the enuma elish actually is prior to modern day christianity okay i think the enuma elish came out like 200 bc possibly the babylonian creation story that's prior to christianity the earliest thing that came out in christianity was the book of mark that came out in 70 a.d and actually the interesting thing about the book of mark is they had Everybody talks about the cancel of Jan- uh, Nicaea, right? 325 AD with Constantine yeah. and unifying everything. Everyone talks about that. What people don't talk about, and they can literally look up the Encyclopedia Britannica if they still have it, or Google it online because it'll tell you in the Encyclopedia Britannica. Council of Council. No, it's the Council of Jamnia. Yeah. Which was Jamnia in, are you familiar with this? Not Jamnia. I haven't looked at that in much detail, to be fair. The Council of Jam. Well, it's simple. The Council of Jamnia is basically a, um, what they did was they had this in 100 AD because in 100 AD, okay, this is after Christ. 100 AD, the Old Testament was canonized. See, for example, the Book of Job is the oldest test is the oldest book in the Bible, but it's not the first book. That's Genesis. Genesis. So they didn't yeah. have this shit in order. Okay, so they basically had this council in order to put the books in order, and. In the year 70 AD, 30 years prior to this council, they had the book of Mark that came out. It's the oldest gospel, and it predates it by like 30, 50 years. So what they basically did was they made a decision to leave the book of Mark out of the Old Testament and start a New Testament with it. But at one point, they were considering putting this gospel in the Old Testament and just having it one long thing. There would have only been one religion. But because it was a new sign, they had to create a new religion, you see. So wait a minute. Oh, this is news to me. Maybe I've I've, I've consumed too, too much data. So what you're, you're what you're suggesting is that the Book of Mark is should have been within the Old Testament. I'm not saying it should have been. I'm saying it was. They debated whether or not to have it. They canonized the Old Testament, the books in order that we know today. Indeed. In 100 A.D., they had a bunch of uh, of priests and politicians get together to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, they had a, it was in Jamnia, Israel at the time. And what they ended up doing was they ended up leaving the book of Mark out. But the book of Mark almost made it into the Old Testament, thus creating just one long religion. There would have been no separation between Jews and Christians. None at all. None whatsoever in that respect. No. Wow. Okay. That's that's some additional research for me to do after this uh, after this convo. <laughs> And they're not exactly shy about it in the in uh, in Encyclopedia Britannica. I heard it elsewhere. 
you know, and I did my research into it, but I mean, it's there, mm-hmm. you know, people say, Oh, where's your source? Where's your source? Well, there's a source, you know, you want to say, you want to tell me that the encyclopedia Britannica is crap. Okay. Do that. Well, this is it. And, and, and he's, oh, and to be fair, we're, we're right to question, but at the same time, if we're presenting information, we need, do need to provide source, source uh, material and source data so people can actually say, oh, actually, yeah, this, this is coming from a place of well-researched, uh, verifiable information and knowledge. Right. Absolutely. So tablet number four, four. it starts we must bestow upon you rule over the entire cosmic order. So they're saying now that they have to create the Zodiac. Now they're saying that the way the Zodiac works is this. You have the sun, which tells you the time of day. You have the moon, which tells you the day of the month. And you have the Zodiac, which tells you the month of the year. Okay. It's a perfect calendar. You cannot look out into the sky at any time, anywhere and be outside of the 12 Zodiacs. It encases us. Mm. okay it was created the earliest people knew this this is the earliest science this is the earliest science agreed so then there's a mention of the word amen i found interesting what number is Uh, this amen this is tablet four amen comes from amen ra the egyptian god Mm -hmm. so you have have Ra. Mm -hmm. amen ra yeah of amen <clears throat> in hebrew they say it means let it be or and so it is it doesn't mean that at all it, it, maybe that's what it means in, in judaism but amen whenever whenever you say amen you're giving worship to amen ra and it's interesting too because the gods in the egyptian times were isis amen ra and you had uh, elohim or el i should say and if you combine them you get the words israel Isis Ra El. Um, El was a Canaanite deity that was worshipped. Not an Egyptian one. No, but it was worshipped. It was worshipped at the time. It was a combination of the three of them. I was. It's, also important, to, it's yeah. also important to know that. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say yeah. No, that that, that I, I have heard that brought up a lot, but I, I I and I have seen that there's definitely been a worship of El within Egypt, but I think there were more major deities that were, were worshipped, as you say, Isis, Ra, and then Amun Ra. Um, well, those were the three that you took to make to make Israel. Yes, totally. but you're not you're using Ohi, you're not using Osiris, you're not using Horus, you're not exactly. using any of those. Right. Or, there were others. Or... Of course, there were others. Mm. I'm not saying they were the only ones. I'm just saying that they were the ones that were used to make the word Israel. Yes. Okay. So then it goes on. So proclaim it. I'm um, so so proclaim to it that the constellation may then disappear. Proclaim to it yet again that the constellation be seen again. So they're talking about the creation of the sun here, because when the sun is out, all the constellations disappear. And when they come back, the sun is gone. It's down in the southern hemisphere. Then we then we have uh, this one's good too. Marduk created a bow, and this he fashioned to be his weapon. Then he fletched the arrow with feathers and set it on the string, raising aloft a mace that he held with within his rigid right hand, slinging the bow over his arm, setting the quiver at his side. 
The bow and the arrow is Sagittarius. Indeed. It's in his right hand. Okay. They say it's in his right hand. And Sagittarius happens to be the right hand of the Zodiac. Mm. It's on the right side of it. If you cut it in half. <laughs> this is this is amazing that the it, it's amazing how the information is encoded. To my knowledge, nobody nobody has ever has ever figured this out. To my knowledge, I've looked. I've looked. Nobody has ever figured this out. At least with this book. Have we got we've got a a first another first on the channel that that's excellent that is that's excellent and as i say it's amazing that you know we think of ourselves within the gregorian year of you know 2021 to be you know so advanced and stuff but we're talking of information you know manuscripts that were written thousands of years ago by thousands of different people or hundreds of different people yes. at the very least and, and it's all talking about the same stuff. Mm -hmm. there, there were much better writers than we are now. I'll tell you that much. Totally, totally. The imagination it took to, to, to create text. I mean, you will still have people who will say, yeah, you're right. You know, there is some, you know, astral theology within the, the manuscripts. Well, that's the part. That's the part is to get them to admit that. Once they admit that, the floodgates open. Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support. <laughs>